very first meeting at the hotel, I was late because I got lost in the hotel. <laughs> Couldn't get down to the meeting at time. How'd that go for you? It was, well, you know, you can imagine how it went. <laughs> he didn't play anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Uh... Good memories now. At the time, it was not good. Uh, you know, a uh, a 2000 season or a, a national championship season is something that you're supposed to look back on and look fondly at for the rest of your life. And I'm sure that night in Miami was really awesome. But I think back to your time in the 2000 season. You missed your first team meeting at the first home game. Uh, you you get yeah. you get. Uh, a drink spilled all over you on your first true road game at Kansas State, which you also got yeah. a pump blocked in that game, by the way. You basically yes. got mentally destroyed every single day. Um, I mean, it was a national championship uh-huh. season, but my God, dude, what an existence that was for you. In hey, don't forget that uh, one day during training camp, me and Wes Sims uh, – missed our alarm somehow and slept in and woke up to Luke Wells uh, pounding. He was the uh, student assistant at the time, or maybe maybe he was a graduate assistant. Uh, Woke up to him pounding on our door because we were late. And when I mean late, everyone was already at team stretch down on the rugby fields and we were still laying in bed. (laughs) You, uh, you, you, you should have, uh, you both should have showed up with, uh, coffee in hand, right? Isn't that the old saying? If you're going to show up late, at least show up late with coffee. I'm sure Bring that would, something, yeah. coffee and donuts. Hey guys, I got some donuts and coffee. <laughs> Woohoo, look at here. Chick-fil-A, what do they call, what's Chick-fil-A's little sandwich thing? Just, uh, uh, chicken biscuit or the chicken minis? bag of those. Chicken minis, I think, or whatever. Yeah. I'm telling you that, Tyler. Well, first of all, the reason that got brought up is because Coach Venables was talking about, like, making sure they're prepared for game day and everything. And he said they even all loaded up on the buses, went over to the hotel, walked around the hotel, looked at the layout where the meeting rooms are going to be and where the rooms are, rode the bus back from the hotel, just like it's game day, where they're going to get off the bus, all of that stuff, just to just to prepare. And I was like, that would have been nice if had we done that in 2000 because I got lost in the hotel. It was horrible. I told him over the break, he, he was laughing. He said, that's a good memory. I was like, oh, yeah, it was, it was great. I felt like I was in The Shining uh, where they're in that big hotel by themselves. Oh, yeah. I was just running around. And it all looked the same. I kept, like, turning a corner thinking that the elevators were going to be there, and they weren't. And I walk in. It's team meeting. Coach Stoops standing up in front of the entire team. I come bursting through the double doors into the, you know, a conference area in a hotel. Coach Venables is standing right there on the other side waiting on me. Entire team in there. Coach Stoops stops what he's saying. Just terrible. Oh. <laughs> it was horrible. Well, guess what we're asking uh, Bob about next segment? Asking Coach Stoops right away if he remembers that uh, at all. Man, uh, he won't. He won't remember. There that. is. Um, I don't know why. This is probably sad of me to even admit this, but 
just the the feeling of anxiety that I know that you were experiencing at that time really does it for me. It makes me happy in a very odd way. I can't imagine the anxiety that you were feeling as you were walking down those halls of the whatever hotel that was. I don't think anxiety is the right word. I mean, anxiety, you can't sleep the night before a test, maybe, and uh, you're nervous about maybe getting up and giving a presentation in front of a, a client. But I thought I was going to get kicked off the team forever. <laughs> uh, oh, it was great. It is, it's awesome. You actually did get to play, right? I remember you uh, – weren't you on, like, yeah. kickoff – well, that was probably the worst punishment of all. You're off. You're on kickoff co- kickoff coverage uh, in a blowout game in the sweltering heat. That's worse yeah, than I played playing. on kickoff. I played on uh, punt return, and I did get. I think I got one series on defense really late, just like three reps. I think we had like a three and out or something like that, and um, we did get a get a couple of plays, but that's about it. So. Very, very limited duty. What did Brent say when you walked in? I mean, I, I think we can all imagine, but you can at least paint us a picture. Oh, he of was what like, happened. he was, he was, uh, he was like at a 10 for angry, like as mad as he could be. Yeah. It's the first, it's the first game, and he already has one of his players, uh, late to a team meeting. So, <laughs> yeah. Because walk, it is I, a reflection you, on him. Door. It is a reflection on him, or maybe even yeah. viewed that way. And like, here comes the true freshman in there, can't find it. Oh, it's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was. I remember opening the door, and he was no further away from the door than two feet. Like his face was right there. The first thing I saw whenever I opened it. <laughs> uh, it was great fascinating uh, so well other than that how did the show go last night no it um it, it sounded really good and whether it was the press conference today or the rudy show last night he's been consistent with what he said over the past eight months it's you know we don't sit there and talk about winning a national championship every single day like our big goal right now is to to beat utep win every single day and He's basically yeah. going about it that if you dominate every single day, the goals at the end, they're going to take care of itself. That's right. And, you know, that's, that's nothing new. That's how, that's how every team everywhere in the country is, is going to approach it. You, you don't get out of your skis. You don't start talking about games that are, that are down the schedule. Now, the coaching staff has to do advanced scouting and stuff like that. They'll be working on game plan stuff. Uh, you know, in advance of, of a team just to get a jump start on something to where they're not, you know, Sunday and Monday is not the first time they're taking a look at a team. There's always advanced scouting going on. But um, as far as players are concerned, there's never even a discussion. I've, I've told you this before, that Coach Stoops used to write the next opponent. Like he would, first game of the year, on the little corner of the huge whiteboard in the team meeting room, he would ride up the first game, right? And then after that game, he'd walk over there, team meeting, like whatever, the next uh, Monday. He'd write the, write the score, write a win, and then write up the next opponent. And I'm not exaggerating whenever I say that I didn't know who the next opponent was at times until he wrote it up oh, on the I, board. I totally believe that. You were, you were Bob Stoops' dream. You were Nick Saban's dream. <laughs> you were essentially a yeah. robot out there playing. 
What are we ranked? Oh, no. Who do we play next? Oh, no. You are the guy that calls up here at the radio station every single year and says, Hey, man, hey, I'm big OU fan. Big OU fan here, man. Hey, uh, who they play on Saturday? They play Texas. What time's the Texas game? 11 a.m. Texas. All right, man. Hey, I'm big OU fan. I appreciate that. See ya. That's who you were. Yeah. I wish it came from a place of I I made a – I made a conscious effort to, like, just stay focused on the job at hand this week. But the real fact is, it was so far down the priority list. Like, I was just trying to make it through the day without getting screamed at, okay? So, like, the who we were playing that week or whatever, like, that was so far down my list of things to worry about. I that didn't even... Didn't even gather my attention. I uh, I did enjoy last night. I watched the first two segments of, of the show. I did enjoy where like Toby made a comment where, "Hey, you released a depth chart today. It's our kind of our first inside look because we don't really get to see what's you know going on every single day." And Brett was like, "I mean, I've let you guys into seven practices. What have you been doing the whole time?" And you could tell at least for a split second, Toby was like, "What? Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> I tried to throw a joke in there to loosen yeah, it up yeah. for Toby. I said, ah, he needs a spotter at practice, too. It was pretty good. But, you know, I, I, that is one of the things that I thought was interesting is, you know, he said that that's just the initial depth chart. And he didn't just say that, you know, the old coach line that, hey, this is just, you know, things can change. You know, there, there's always competition going on. He said that at least one or two spots he expects to change before Saturday. And I, which be- is, I believe that. I adamantly believe yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, pretty interesting. I, it, you know, it was, it was about what I expected. You know, you we got in an hour-long show, I think we had maybe six questions. So The overhead. Um, but, nice. you know, he – he uh, he ends up answering all of your questions anyways, you know, in uh, you know in a in a roundabout way. But I thought it was good. Ton of people were there at Rudy's. Um, you know, we haven't had anyone. We haven't had a coach there. Well, I guess Coach Venables came like after we did a coach's show last year, right after he was hired, like maybe the following week or something like that. It was actually maybe it was just a couple days later. And um, oh, so in more ways than one, know, there wasn't a coach present last year. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> right. Well, we okay. haven't had a coach. We haven't had a coach there since um, 2019. Jeez. Because 2020 was the pandemic, and then last year we we continued with the Zoom situation. Um, you know, I, I think I think there's other coaches around the country even that had Rudy's contracts that were that were showing up, but. It was good to kind of have it back to normal a little bit, you know? No, yeah, it sounded good. Uh, text line before we get to Bob, real quick. Did Brent take him in the hall to chew him out, or was it in front of everyone? Please say it was in front of everyone. It was like one of those, he screamed at me in a whisper, like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's how it went initially. And I was like, I was like, I couldn't find the elevator. <laughs> so, you know, I like went over there and of course there was a seat waiting for me right there in the front row. Uh, and uh I just had to sit there in a full sweat the entire time. And then 
it, I, I honestly feel like that was like the initial burst. There was nothing after that. Yeah. I just think he was like, you got to give yourself <laughs> more time or something like that. But I was like, <laughs> I, 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 can I you almost... imagine me? Tyler, I don't, have you ever been to the, it used to be called the Postal Marriott. I don't know. Oh, I've been there a few times. Well, I've done times. a remote a few times out there. So I've. Have you ever stayed there? No, but I've like been to that bar that's back there. I got a pretty good lay of the land there on what's going well, on. Well, the rooms are, it, it's like a. Oh man, I don't even know how to how to explain it. It's almost it's like a grid of rooms. It's not just like a normal hotel layout. It's like there's there's different hallways and everything and there's only one at least that I remember. There was only like one elevator spot and I just couldn't find it. I thought like I thought every time I w- would round this turn, I thought it was going to be sitting there. And at first I had plenty of time. And as I kept rounding corners and it wasn't there, the panic was setting in, and I started, like, fast walking. And then I started jogging. And then I'm sprinting up and down these hallways uh, like a so moron much. looking for the elevator. I love it so much. We got to give Teddy, cut Teddy a little slack. He had never stayed at a real hotel before that. He had only stayed at the, uh, the Big Cedar Inn or whatever it's called in Fort Gibson. He had only stayed at motels before this, uh, before this trip. <laughs> Uh, it hey, was definitely the biggest keep... hotel that you've stayed at bef- until then, right? Well, yes, but let me just say this. You can accuse me of a lot of bad things. Don't ever accuse me of having stayed at a uh, <laughs> hotel in Fort Gibson, okay? <laughs> that is not true. Oh, gosh. No, it's great. It's just uh, – and, and you know what? I was going to give you credit. Like, you know what? You, you, you're Gary Patterson – um, impersonation is really good, but your Brent Venables voice impression is fantastic. But at the same time, if there's anyone that you should be able to impersonate, it's him. Because you've seen him angry more than maybe anyone else. You should be able to impersonate that guy's voice. It's dead well, on. Yeah, well, I need to brush up on it a little bit. I was way better whenever I was in college. I, one of the main things you do in college as a football player is impressions of all of the coaches that uh, are on the team. I mean, that's what everyone does. Pretty funny. All right, yeah, let's hit a quick timeout. At a great place today. I'm at the Carl Stone here in Norman, brand new senior living community in the heart of Norman. Uh, really, really nice location, and they've got tons of amenities. They've got game rooms, movie rooms, uh, all kinds of events and activities going on. They've got valet trash, elevators, fitness rooms, storm shelters. Really, really nice spot, and I'll let you know more uh, that's going on here as the show rolls on. We got Coach Stoops coming up next. Stay tuned. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We'll catch up with Bob Stoops here shortly. And before we do, did you like his new uh, intro, his new open that he has when he joins the show on Tuesdays? I, I loved that, and I was trying to remember where that was from. Oh, I'm going to play it one more was time. That- and uh, here, I'll give you one more guess here. <sighs> I... Uh... I obviously know when that game was. 
the original, and I know it's not from the original. I, was it last year? It was the last game that he coached, yes, after the yeah, Alamo Bowl. Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, that's great, though. Like, that was, uh, that was perfect. Perfectly done. Really cool. Now it was it was awesome, and uh, we'll catch up with Co- Coach Stoops here shortly. I was, um, y- you know, because we have our thoughts and opinions about Texas. Again, I am on the record for a seven and five season with Texas. You are unofficially you have a six and six season for UT. I would like for you to lock that in at some point today and make that officially your pick. Um, but I, I do. Yeah, I, I would like for you to say I officially picked Texas to 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 roll off the six and six this year. That's what I'm hoping for. Is that so? We went back through. I think I was. What was I? Uh, I was telling you that you were being too hard on him, and then we went through the schedule, and I ended up worse on him than you did. <laughs> yes, that how it went down. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, uh, six and six just seems. <sighs> I don't know. I just do it. You you've got to put them at you got. I think that's in the range of, that's about what they've been average over the last decade, right? I mean, probably a little bit better than that. Seven and five, maybe maybe eight games over the past decade, they've won yeah. a, a season. Yeah, I mean during the decade of suck, yes. So you know, and I was just looking to, you know, make sure that they were for sure going to win in week one. I was like, okay, I, who they play? Louisiana Monroe, I think. Let me double check. Let me make sure that they're not going to be struggling in the fourth quarter. The spread's 37 and a half, so Texas should take care of business on Saturday. But what I did notice is that ticket prices are as low as $4 for the UT season opener on Saturday. Boy, all that excitement in Austin. How can you contain it? That's crazy. Just $4 a ticket for the home opener. Now, how does that work? Is that one of those things where – um? like someone goes in, like StubHub or something, do they go in and, like, buy a bunch in bulk and then try and sell them, and then whenever they don't sell them, they start trying to offload it? Is that how that works, or is it, I mean, is, is that, like, a legit number? They're, the university is trying to get rid of them as fast as they can. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, StubHub can just sit back and collect the – the fee off every single ticket that sells and still make a whole lot of money, right? So, for instance, we were at a Rockies game a few weeks ago. We paid more for the fees on StubHub than we did the actual ticket to the game. And that will be the case for whoever buys the $4 tickets to Saturday's Texas game. Right. Yeah. Well, um, hmm. Six and six, though. And that's – if I – if I commit to the, I guess I can't really look. And I should also say, I don't care how I look, but it's not like, I don't think, there's no way they're going undefeated. It could get a little bit worse. Um, they've been five and seven, what, twice in the last five years. So, yeah, I don't know. Six and six seems a, a, a bit of a stretch, but uh, we'll get back to that. Uh, Coach Bob Stoops is on with us, brought to you by Modelo, in which the Modellos are probably going to be flowing on at Campus Corner this weekend, I could imagine. Coach, welcome to the show. Uh, we are all jacked up about game week finally being here. It's felt like a long off season. We're finally ready to see this team on Saturday. What's your excitement level to see game one coming up this weekend? 
Oh, I can't wait. What nothing's better than than uh, you know football season. You kidding me? I can't wait. Uh, be watching it all week, and uh, can't wait to watch the Sooners. Um, I think we're going to have a big year, and uh, really excited about it. And can't wait. Uh, can't wait to see Brent go trotting out there. So it's going to be fun, and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, UTEP coming to town, which we, you know, we got a chance to see them in week zero against North Texas. And, um, I, you know, back to the week zero thing. Did you happen to watch any of that Nebraska Northwestern game that they played? I know we talked about it last week. They were playing all the way over there in Ireland. Ireland had a really good crowd. Um, it ended up being a really good game. I don't know that Nebraska wanted it to, to go that way, but, um, Pretty interesting watching Nebraska on week zero again have have trouble. Yeah, for sure. I hate it for Scott Frost. I I like the guy a ton, and and I, I only know him a little bit. But I anyhow, uh, he's had success. He's just having a hard time really finding it there, and uh, it's unfortunate. But you know, and you know, Coach Fitzgerald does a hell of a job with Northwestern. They're always tough, and uh, they played a. Excellent game down the stretch in the fourth quarter to win it, and so you got to give them the credit. But uh, anyhow, uh, sure, I, I watched a good part of that game, and uh, anyhow, um, yeah, it was it was a heck of a game. Are you going to the OU game on Saturday? And do you have like your plans kind of nailed down to how many games you're going to try to get to this year? Oh, I'm going to try and. Be at most all of them if I can. Uh, um, I have to miss the. I have to miss the Nebraska game because my brother Mark at Kentucky, whether in week two or three. I mean, if he wins two of his first three games, he becomes the all-time winningest coach at Kentucky in Kentucky football history. Wow. So I, I figure I better be there for my youngest brother being uh, with that accomplishment. So. So anyway, I I want to be there for him there. But uh, other than that, I hope to be at all of them if I can. It's always a challenge where I'm going to watch it from, and uh, you know. So we'll see some of the some of the venues like at the Texas game that doesn't work real well. So so I don't I got for the longest time uh, for three four years a great friend of mine. Uh, Randall Stevenson with AT&T, the AT&T CEO, had an extra suite that wasn't being used that he would allow me to to use for the game. But I don't have that anymore. Randall's retired now, so so I I may uh, I'm going to have a hard time figuring out how I'm going to see that game. I feel like if you just wandered in there, you'd be okay to stay. Uh, if not, though, and, you know, you're always welcome in the booth with us. If you want to come hang out in the booth with us, you can uh, you can definitely hang out there and watch the game. Hey, um, that's not a bad <laughs> idea, Teddy. I may take you up on that. Yeah, yeah. It'll be great. You'll be comfortable up there with all the media folk. I mean, no big yeah. deal. We will be separated from them a little bit. But, no, we, we would, uh, we'd love to have you in the booth. Um, first game, uh, you know, not, not that, you know, obviously coach Venables, there's nothing, I wouldn't say different about his first game than anyone's first game of a season. So like what, as, as a head coach, what are some of the anxieties or some of the things that, 
you know, you're, you're thinking about, focusing on, maybe a little more worried in game one than you are uh, other games in the season. Once you've kind of seen your guys go out there and, uh, in, you know, some of the younger guys are transfers playing some live action. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not much of a nervous person, but I was always very uh, anxious for the first game every year, even in year 18, mm-hmm. um, just because it's a new, it, it's all new. I don't care what anyone says or how many starters you might have back. There's always new pieces to the puzzle. It's a different team. What's our mindset and toughness going to be? So I was always more anxious than any other game in the first game. Just to, you think you know what's going to happen. You got to see it though. You want to see your guys react in certain situations and how they're going to perform. And uh, so, um, anyway, so I, I always thought the first one was always the most challenging one. Coach Bob Stoops is our guest, celebrates the opening of the college football season with a little rock and roll tequila this weekend. We'll be at Yo Pablo for the postgame show on Saturday, and I know for a fact that they have rock and roll tequila in there. So come hang out with us in the postgame, get some rock and roll tequila as well. Um, you know, a question that Brent has got a lot this offseason, and I think people are making way too much of this, we'll see if you agree with it or not, is what's his sideline demeanor going to be like? I guess people think that he's going to look maybe what he did as a defensive coordinator. I don't know, and you may totally disagree with this, Coach. I just don't think that the demeanor of what he looks like on the sideline is going to be a real talking point this year. No, no, no. I, I was no different than Brent as a D coordinator. In fact, there's a picture of Carla Kolak who came here from Florida uh, pulling me off the sidelines many years ahead of Brent. And she's tugging, she's tugging on my uh, headphones, pulling me off the sideline. And you become the head coach, and you know, and there'll be times, and there were times I I was, but I was much different than I was as a D coordinator, as a head coach. And Brent knows. Listen, he knows how to handle himself. He'll be a great leader. He'll be a great head coach. And and uh, yeah, too much is being made of that. The one one thing that he did mention was, you know, as a defensive guy and, and you know, he, he's been a linebacker coach for a long time, you know, a defense comes off the field, you know, he, he's going to want to be over there with a whiteboard going through adjustments and, and what went on in the last series and weighing, you know, when when does he really need to go over there and, and get in the mix and, you know, when do you – you know, trust the coaches over there to do it and, you know, and, and keep your focus out there on what's going on on the field. Is, did you ever have any any issue with that at all, getting in, you know, trying to make the decision when to get in the mix and make adjustments, or all that stuff comes pretty naturally, I'm guessing? No, it does, and there's enough breaks in games that everybody knows. There's so many timeouts and TV timeouts and breaks between series that you have – Two things, you, you, you talk to the guys on the headphones, make sure he understands this, go over this with them, and then, and then usually all of a sudden there's a break and you go over and you, you, you get in the middle of the mini huddle or whatever they're talking about and you make sure he understands, you know, what the situation was that he missed and look for it again, you know, that kind of thing. So there's, there's a lot of time to do that and, uh, 
you know, and uh, and again, and that's what you have so many coaches for you. You make sure you're talking to someone on the headphones and make sure he understands this. Last Thursday, we were celebrating uh, because it was August 25th, 21 years ago to the day that Teddy started his first game at OU. It was in the mm-hmm. 2001 season opener against North Carolina. And we're looking at the highlights of that game, and you guys scored 17 points in the first four minutes of the game and 31 points in the first quarter against North Carolina. And Teddy, of course, was complaining that as much as 31 points looked impressive, that means he had to run up and down the field on kickoff coverage five times in that heat in the first 15 minutes of the game. Well, freshmen got to earn their stripes. They got to play. They got to as fast as Teddy was. He he had to run on kickoff. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was uh, it was always tough having to uh, having to sprint down there, and then start the series off, but. Uh, it actually looks like the weather's not going to be nearly as bad as, as I thought it might be. But, you know, I guess that's one of the things, and it's a 2.30 kick. And I know this, this team's been practicing out in the heat, but, you know, I guess that's another thing you've got to kind of watch in, in, in these early season games. It's, you know, even whenever you practice hard, it just, for some reason, it's a little bit different when you get out there in the game and you've got the full uniform on and, and, and heat no, does become an issue. The intensity... You know, burns heat. You know, you, it's different than practice. There's no doubt. You get out there going full go, it's a whole different ball game, and you're going to burn more energy, more calories, sweat more. It's uh, it's it's brutal. Uh, those first few games, getting getting in game game shape, as we all call it. When you, it's different than practice shape. You know, the games are different. So, um, you know, so I'm. You know, and depth always helps with that. Hopefully we, you know, got enough depth. You can rotate a guy in a series here and there to keep guys fresh and, you know, keep them strong into the fourth quarter. Hey, Teddy, real quick, uh, before we get Coach out of here, you want to you want a trivia question? A Mark Stoops trivia question? Yeah, let's okay. hear it. Okay, he's two wins away from being the all-time leader in wins at Kentucky. Who is at number one currently right now? Who is he about to pass? Oh, my gosh. Um... This is a name now. This this is a name. How Mummy? No, it's not How Mummy. No. Huh. PBB. I don't know. PBB. Ah. Teddy. Come on. Houndstooth. Uh, There's a hint. Houndstooth. That should oh, be the really? hint. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Bear Bryant. Yeah, how about I that, man? I didn't know that. It's big time. Oh, okay. Man, he must have started coaching when he was like 18 years old uh, at all the different places <laughs> he's he's got those records at. That's awesome. I had no clue. That's yep. good stuff. Well, I'm hoping he gets that done, and I know he will uh, uh, early on. They're going to have a heck of a team down there, so um, that's going to be cool. Yep. Coach, hey, we we appreciate you stopping by the show, man, and um, we look forward to hearing from you next week so we can uh, see what you thought of this, this Sooner football team. All right, guys, always great to be with you. Boomer Sooner. All right, there's Coach Stoops. Um, Good stuff there. I had no idea. How, mummy? How embarrassing. Oh, in front of your old head coach. How, mummy? Jeez, swing and a miss on well, that one. Well, I thought you brought it up maybe because Coach Stoops used to always talk about him there at Kentucky and how he had a hard time defending him whenever he was at Florida. That's the only reason I uh, I threw, uh, threw him out there. But Bear Bryant no is who you're clue. passing. Like, man, that's a name. Good on Mark Stoops, man. That's cool. Do you say that? I mean, do you like 
you start telling everyone, introducing uh, yourself as uh, better than Bear Bryant? Yeah, that's how I would sign my autograph. Better than Bear, uh, Bear Bryant and uh, John Calipari uh, doesn't like. I don't. Do you think? Do you think Coach <laughs> Cal's going to show up to the game? Uh, he'll make some appearance and tweet something out make about, about how the basketball team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Make it about the basketball team somehow. All right, we got to hit a break. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out the Carl Stone today. Give him a call, 405-701-2951. Make an appointment. Come up here and check this place out. Really, really cool. Brand new senior living community right here in the heart of Norman. I think that's going to be uh, Miguel Chavis, not Brent Venables. And Parker and I were talking about that last hour. If there's anybody that's going to be entertaining, I think Ted Roof could be entertaining, but Miguel Chavis is going to be the guy that you expect Brent Venables to be over there. Well, I think I think Ted Roof's going to be up in the box uh, calling defense. And I think Lebby is going to be in the box calling offense. Really? I think – didn't he say that? I honestly already during I, spring ball. Maybe I. I totally. I do not remember if that's what he. If that's what he said. I think that's where he's always been to call games. Could be totally wrong on that, but I think he. I think he's going to call the game from the box. I believe. Um, I guess we'll have to kind of see how that plays. That's out. something else that we people whatever make too much of. I don't feel like that's a huge deal one way or the other. No, no, I, I think you're right. I think there's a, if you're, if you are working with a young quarterback, I, I think it's, I think it's beneficial to be there on the sideline, like the first person they see when they walk off the field, right? For what happened, what the mistake was. And, um, but I, in the grand scheme of things, is there any way to ever quantify whether it's better to be on the field or in the box? I, there's no way. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I got no problem with it either way. Levy was up in the box at Ole Miss, says the text line. Uh, Peyton yeah. says, I think he did say that, Teddy. I actually really like having coordinators in the box, man. Uh, why aren't we running rush three, drop eight? Come on, Brent. That will be someone yelling from the stands. And this one says, will this defense be better than any defense we saw under Grinch? They need to know. I'm trying to think what the was what was the best statistical defense that they had? Definitely under... wasn't um in what year did he get here? Was nineteen his first year? Nineteen was his first year. Um, probably, well, dang, the, the COVID year skews things. Um, yeah. let's see in tough. 2019, they gave up 24 and a half points a game and 330 yards a game. 
uh, is that right? That's a low number for for yards a game. That's pretty daggum good. Three thirty a game, huh? It had to have been twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's that's fringe top twenty five. And they were playing uh, in all. I mean, a, a little bit more of an offense that was. You know, they would score quick, but not necessarily in two or three plays like the two quarterbacks before Jalen Hurts. Yeah, 2020 was 350 a game and 21.7 points per game. So that was uh, – that that's still pretty good. And then 2021 was not as good. We gave up. 382 yards a game and 25.3. All right, well, based so on last that. last year was the worst year. Based on that, what's your answer, yes or no? Uh, I think it was, I think it was uh, 2020. Yeah, 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 they'll be better okay. eventually. Yeah, 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 all right, yeah, that's what we're looking uh, for. They'll be better eventually. I, I don't know, I don't know, st- that's tough. Yes, they'll be better this year statistically. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Uh, We'll wrap up our number one next. Cavens Construction bringing you our number one of the rush on this Tuesday. CavensConstruction.com. Let's see if we can go rapid fire through about five text messages here before we hit the top of the hour. Someone asking if uh, the comparison between Harrington and Dante Nicholson is fair. What you say? Yes. Uh, yeah. That's actually pretty good. I, I wonder who came up with that. Um, I, I like that comparison quite a bit. What are the chances Brent gives a speech to the fans at halftime? Well, if they're all sitting down zero. and not being very quiet, it's not very high, but it's greater than zero. That'd be the only uh, that'd be the only instance. Why is it that uh, if you go out to yeah. StubHub or any ticket website, the Texas tickets are two hundred bucks or more? It has always been that way. Game appears to be more valuable to Sooners. Basically, saying the cheap tickets for OU Texas are always on the Texas side, and that is oh, is that true? Yeah, that normally is accurate. Well. Well, I'll tell you exactly why. Uh, I looked at it. We were having that Texas conversation before Coach Stoops came on. What do you think their average wins per year is over the last ten seasons? Um, I'm gonna round. I'm gonna round down here. It's probably like seven point four. So I'll just say seven. Six and a half. Yeesh, yikes! In a bad conference. Now I did since we're we're talking about like. Win total, I'm not talking postseason, right? It's it's just regular season win total is six and a half a year. Pretty bad. All right, quick timeout. We've got hour number two of the rush coming up next here from the Carlstone. Friday night. 